Hi everybody, I'm Peter Travers and welcome to Popcorn where we tell you about the movies but in this special Popcorn edition we're going to talk about the Oscars because who cares about anything else right now? This is all the drama of the Academy Awards and who's going to win and you know that this year was a reaction to last year where everything was Oscar so white. Well this has not happened this year and you have to wonder while you're doing your little bets at home how much of this is going to figure in? Are the Academy voters going to watch now people of color and say, I'm going to give you extra points? Or are they going to go back and be just the way they were before, which is obnoxious and horrendous? Luckily, you have me, so I'm never going to be any of those things. All right, so let's start with the supporting categories. I'm going to read Best Supporting Actress nominees, and they are Viola Davis in Fences, Naomi Harris in Moonlight, Nicole Kidman in Lion, Octavia Spencer in Hidden Figures, and Michelle Williams in Manchester by the Sea. All right, if you want to make bets, this is one of those categories. If Viola Davis manages to lose this, then something is rumbling wrong in the earth. First of all, the role she plays in Fences isn't supporting at all. I mean, she's in this movie as much as Denzel Washington is, and somebody decided, well, you know, maybe you have a better chance of winning if you're a supporting actress. If you want a real supporting actress, you would look to Michelle Williams in Manchester by the Sea, who has three or four scenes and then isn't there anymore. Or Octavia Spencer in Hidden Figures, who is basically supporting what Taraji P. Henson is doing. But you can see when you listen to Viola Davis the passion for this project. It was a major deal to bring August Wilson's play to the screen and it was done. I mean, the man died in, in 2005, and this is the first time any of his great plays have become a movie, and Viola represents, and she does it really well. So that's where my money's going. All right, Best Supporting Actor. The nominees are Mahershala Ali in Moonlight, Jeff Bridges in Hell or High Water, Lucas Hedges in Manchester by the Sea, Dev Patel in Lion, and Michael Shannon in Nocturnal Animals. Now here, we're seeing something a little bit unique. Um, as we went into award season, Mahershala Ali was way up front. He was the guy that had to win this Oscar. As far as I'm concerned, he should be the guy that wins the Oscar. We also had Jeff Bridges, and this is the veteran. This is uh, a man in his 60s who played the dude once and is now showing what it's like. And he's up against Lucas Hedges in Manchester by the Sea, who's barely 20 years old. So you have the veteran against this. But I think that if Mahershala Ali has any competition, it would come from Dev Patel uh, in Lion. Because what's happening as we move towards the actual Oscar night and the voting, People are seeing Lion way more than anyone expected they would see it, and they're falling in love with it. They have like an emotional connection to it. And Dev Patel is a person of color. Mahershala is a person of color. I am still saying those two performances are terrific, but what Mahershala Ali does in Moonlight, in the short time he's on screen, stays with you. You don't see Moonlight and say, Oh, what did he play? Doesn't happen. So my money is going with Mahershala Ali. And my heart, I have to say that. All right, now we go to Best Actress. Now this is quite the category. Isabelle Huppert in Elle, Ruth Nega in Loving, 
Emma Stone in La La Land, Natalie Portman in Jackie, and Meryl Streep in Florence Forster Jenkins. Um, because Meryl Streep gave such a great speech at the Golden Globes, a lot of people want to elect her president now just because the speech was so great. But I don't think it's going to get her any votes. Natalie Portman was once up front for playing a Jacqueline Kennedy during that period, but that's kind of moved out. And now we have only a race between two people. The favorite in this is Emma Stone in La La Land. Emma Stone hasn't won an Oscar, though she was nominated before for Birdman. And La La Land is the movie that everybody has embraced. It's got 14 nominations. Is there going to be one actor that wins from it? Is it going to be her or Ryan Gosling? Everybody loves what Emma Stone does in this movie. But out of nowhere, seemingly, comes a French actress, Isabelle Huppert. And in Elle, she plays a woman who's been raped, who decides to have her own agenda in taking vengeance over what happens to her in that movie. So, look at this. Will it be America's sweetheart, Emma Stone, versus this French actress who has kind of amazed everybody? Ruth Nega, who is in this category, it represents the, the person of color who was nominated in that. But the movie didn't explode at the box office, so I think it's an uphill battle for her. But I'm going to go out on a limb here, although I'm fully expecting Emma Stone to win if I can predict any surprise that I see in my head or in my crazy, strange dreams, I'm going to say Isabel Huppert could be that long shot you should bet on. All right, now we're in Best Actor. Best Actor. Here are the nominees. Casey Affleck in Manchester by the Sea, Andrew Garfield in Hacksaw Ridge, Ryan Gosling in La La Land, Viggo Mortensen in Captain Fantastic, and Denzel Washington in Fences. You know, in the weeks leading up to the Oscars, this was Casey Affleck's to lose. Uh, Manchester by the Sea had opened at the Sundance Film Festival a year ago, and the raves kept pouring in, and they deserved to pour in, because what he does in Manchester by the Sea, playing someone who has suffered through great tragedy, but is trying to find his place in the world, is the definition of subtlety in acting. But Casey Affleck, has more than just his subtlety and his brilliance in playing this tragic character to conjure with. He's now got to conjure with Denzel Washington, who has two Oscars already, Casey has none. And when you see what he does on screen in Fences, you're seeing a performance that's really big. In fact, it's the opposite of what Casey Affleck does. While Casey is all down here, Denzel is all up there. And it's dynamite. This is not just, well, Denzel's always good, isn't he? Well, he is. But here, he's exceptional. And as we move toward those final votes, the Academy voters are loving what he's doing. He's gone out there. He's talked about it because he loves the whole idea of the late August Wilson finally being represented on screen. He's the director. He fought for years to get it done, and he's gotten it done. Um, if it goes according to the plan that I'm saying in actors, you could have basically Denzel Washington as best actor, Viola Davis as supporting actress, and Mahershala Ali as supporting actor. This would be three people of color when last year we didn't have one nominated in any category. And 
do you have to make the excuse that they're making a correction in Hollywood? No. Those three performances are as good as you'll see in any movies anywhere this year. All right. It's time now for the major category. Best picture of the year, what it's going to be. The Academy can do as few as six nominees or as many as ten. And this year they decided to do nine, nine nominees for Best Picture. Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. All right, what do we make of this? We look at the top of the list and we say La La Land is nominated for 14 Academy Awards. Uh-huh. That sounds like a lot, doesn't it? Well, it is a lot because there are only two other movies in the 89 years of the Academy that got 14 nominations. One was All About Eve in 1950, which was about actors. So actors just love movies about actors. It's like, it's about us. And the other was Titanic in 1997. Titanic, the biggest, won everything. It was just, people looked at it, it made stars of Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. It was huge. Well, La La Land is a tiny little musical, independent in spirit that nobody wanted to make. So how can it achieve this? Is there anything that can knock that off? There was a time where Hacksaw Ridge was something that people were really relating to. And we see that Mel Gibson was nominated as Best Director, which means he's being forgiven by Hollywood for all his anti-female, anti-Jewish rants that he did before. Now, Mel Gibson says, you know, he was inebriated. He was drunk at the time. He didn't mean to say any of those things. It was the booze talking. This was why he really uh, shouldn't be blamed for what happened. Well, you can decide. They've done, kind of, they've done this kind of thing before. They did it with Roman Polanski when he won that given year. He was forgiven, even though he's a fugitive from justice. But when you look at it, you look at Fences, which is nominated, and you say, well, they didn't nominate Denzel for directing. They nominated him for acting. So that can't really happen. And the other movie, which is about uh, persons of color, is Hidden Figures, which won the SAG Award for ensemble acting and is about women of color who made an impact on the space program. But in the end, to me, this comes down, despite nine nominees, to two movies. One of them, of course, is La La Land with the 14 nominations. And its young director, Damien Chazelle, is, I think, a shoe-in to win Best Director for this movie because he's new and Hollywood's embracing him and embracing him for basically reinventing the musical for a new century, for a new generation, which is what he's done. But I think the only movie that has a shot at beating him is Moonlight. It's written and directed by Barry Jenkins, um, a black man raised in Miami, as the main character in his movie is, who is also, like Damien Chazelle, writing and creating from his own guts and from what he believes in and what turns him on the most. So there's the two major contenders for Best Picture, Moonlight and La La Land. I think it's quite the irony because I think that La La Land has the best shot of landing this. You don't get 14 nominations without knowing that the Academy loves this movie, as Sally Field said. You love me, you really love me. They really, really love this movie. 
And yet, there would be quite the irony in that, since, since everything about La La Land is basically about two white people. Uh, what if La La Land wins 12, 13, 14 of its nominated things in a year where I'm saying the actors of color are likely to dominate, but the movie that everybody talks about is maybe the whitest movie that came out in 2017. Maybe Manchester by the Sea would have to be equal to it. So they have to look at that. They have to look at what they're saying. You know, that's what the Academy is. You can't really predict what 7,000 people are going to write on their secret ballot, but you have to know that these things are going in their head. How do they want to be represented? And I'm going to say, just because La La Land is creative, innovative, uh, about actors, Emma Stone is playing uh, an actress who's struggling, who finally does have her dreams come true, that all La La Land's dreams are going to come true on Oscar night. So go ahead, mark your ballots, and then we'll see who wins in the end.